This is Late Afternoon Gaming playing Curse of Strahd, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition module. You're listening to Session 18. Check out Tabletalk 17.5 for some pre-game conversation. Pretty please. Or just enjoy Session 18. Who wants to sum up the last villain session? So had I known had I known this was going to be a villain session more than like an hour ago or whenever it is you put it out, I would have listened to the last villain session. But as it stands, I haven't listened to it in probably two months. Yeah, well, I mean, I obviously I went to plan this session actually pretty early. Uh, it was like two and a half hours before it started, and I realized, well, plenty of time. yeah, we should definitely do a villain session. I remember because I was talking to him, and then all of yeah. a sudden he turned and looked at me and said, "Oh my God, we're doing a villain session tonight." Who knew? Well, so I the high notes, I guess, are we had we had previously at the direction of Mister Mister Sir Strahd, our boss man, disrupted the festival of the rising and or blazing sun in Velaki, and in the aftermath, we were. <laughs> just fucking around with his guards, basically, uh, because we didn't feel like we had done enough damage, and the the directive that we had been given was to basically ruin the guy's day. So we fucked up his festival. A bunch of people died because of the tiger that we released. Then when the guards were trying to do damage control, we messed with them a bit. The main thing that happened there was Shepard's character managed to sort of <laughs> convince people that he was in charge of the guard and by people to include the Baron he, he, yeah he, he convinced the guards but he also convinced the Baron that he was he was here to help and just made things even worse than they already were by bungling the response to an already catastrophic event and then we left and that and that was really what happened not a lot of the details there but that's the, the long and short of it or just the short, really. And then there's a little teaser at the end when we were hanging out by uh, oh, Lake yeah. Light of Dawn that the a group of four gigantic ravens landed on the beach to our east or somewhere near mm-hmm. us. And then it was Irwin. Revealed themselves to be the Mardikovs. And then I, I want to say they took off again because it was just a teaser. <laughs> they did. So I'll, I'll replay a little bit of that teaser. Um, so you were at uh, Lake Light of Dawn, as you said. And you're standing on the beach, celebrating your your victory, sowing the seeds of discord in uh, Valaki. And these ravens, who you, you had seen, uh, you you weren't sure if they were following you or what, but they they were visible overhead uh, on multiple occasions. Right, and I had assumed they, it to be Strahd. Right, but it turns out it wasn't. It was the Martikovs, and so they landed, um, and they assumed a uh, what was to I guess not to this group of characters a familiar cool pouty pose um, but it's familiar to the players and uh, Irwin was looking particularly badass uh, with a, a hand axe in his left hand and a sword in his right and he brandished it at you and it did one of those cool cross cuts where it showed his eyes and your eyes um and then he started an anime run and turned into a raven once again, did a cool barrel roll, and ripped up into the sky. Excellent. His family following behind him. Very cool. That, that, yeah, that's cool. 
So, do you remember the tasking that Strahd gave you? Well, did he give us another tasking at the end? He did. It was, I yeah, it was, the, it was to head to, like, I want to say this hill? Or maybe yeah. this hill? No, I, it was, I believe uh, it was yes. here. Wasn't it this one? I, I don't know, because <laughs> I haven't things on the map, Curse but... of Strahd before, so I don't know which hill is Yesterhill. <laughs> but whichever hill is Yesterhill, I believe that's it's, the hill. It's... But what did he... He it, wanted us to Dunkey, guess. Can you just tell us what it was? Because that was a really long time ago. Well, no, no. That's perfect, because I wanted to retcon it. Oh, great. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this is where we'll we'll pick up. You are now... You're on the beach, dazed by your encounter with the Mardukovs, because they were so fucking cool. Uh, it is late afternoon, and uh, you're standing there by the water. Take it away. <laughs> Well, boys, that hey, was uh, uh, that was something, huh? That was really cool mm-hmm. this late afternoon. I, I I don't know why, but I, man, okay, I'm, I, it's been a while since I've been Zerkak. I feel like I'm actually. You know what? Let's start Hulk by Hogan reintroducing here. your characters because it's it's been a long time. So, uh, Jack, can you describe your character? Yeah. So Walker is a Tabaxi, and he just really the only thing about his character is that he hates werewolves and that hasn't come up much this campaign really so he's been very flat and one dimensional and will continue to be so until we run into werewolves and at that point he will continue to be flat but in a more dramatic and action packed way how many dimensions will he assume once he encounters a werewolf (laughs) Uh, 17 it'll still be one dimensional just in a new direction uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be a right angle. So I, I will argue that there is a, another important element of his character, which is that he is a vampire. It's true. It's true. He is a vampire. Vampire thrall. Sure. He, he's got he's got aspirations, though. And what is his class? Becoming, he is a ranger, and he does a lot of very cool dual wielding. Can you describe the That's cloak cool. that he bought in Valaki? Uh, I... <laughs> I think I got a bright red one, or I got I got the I got the one that had the bright red inner lining. I think okay, I, so I went the, the classic vampire. Yeah, the Dracula. High collar. Okay, uh, Shepard. So my character is Sir Darren Grasenby. He is a tiefling, uh, not spellblade. Oh, he's a magus, which is another custom class that I'll never use yeah, again. Your favorite <laughs> magus. <Yeah. laughs> um, so he. Uh, was a knight who came here to investigate magical anomalies and ended up with these other two uh, being defeated by Strahd and turned into a vampire thrall. Uh, he is uh, gregarious and charismatic. Uh, he's, he's a real force of nature, and he uses his magical sword to... Uh, it used to slay the wicked, now he just slays whatever because he's a vampire. Okay. And nerf. Okay, so my my character is the hobgoblin Zerkak, who is a, a paladin of the goblin god Maglubiet, uh, Oath of Conquest, who notably was formerly a leader of a goblin tribe in the uh, Stormhorns in Faerun. Uh Another member is another goblin you might have heard of, uh, Cockabee. No. No. Oh. The twist. Yep. So... What, what is I've his character like? What is, he, uh, what is he like? What is Zerkak like? So Zerkak yeah. is 
uh, all-in Oath of Conquest. He thinks all other beings should be subservient to uh, the goblin god Maglubiet. Um, but he's he's a little patient. He's willing to let you know time run its course to kind of prove to everyone that they are uh, inferior to the goblin race. Um, and he was originally encouraged by Maglubiet to go to Barovia to try to subjugate Strahd uh, to Maglubiet, but having become a vampire, I think he's kind of seeing how it can be used to, uh, you know, bring greater glory to uh, you know the goblin god. Patience is not normally the strong suit of a paladin, so it's good to hear that yours has it. Oh, he's he's very patient. He, he knows, uh, especially now that he's a vampire, he literally has an eternity to, you know, bring about the uh, superiority of the goblin race. Yeah, Zerkak, not the friendliest guy. No, so but, similar. Uh, you know, similar he also to doesn't actual... really need to be similar to Nerf Actual. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just similar to Zerkak, who knows as a goblin, as a hobgoblin, he's superior to all others. I just know that. I'm, I mean, I'm better than everyone else. So. Well, I was yeah. saying that similar to the group of heroes, it's three people who really have no business being around each other and would probably not be friends under normal circumstances. Oh, that also. But yeah, sure. They got right. shoved together right, and they're making the best of it. See, Light of Dawn yeah. and Sir Darren Grasby would gladly be friends with your characters. I, I think <laughs> that your characters just don't like mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're on the beach. Okay, we so finished you're on the our beach, task. And you see uh, in the mists on Lake Light of Dawn a lone figure in a rowboat about a hundred feet from the shore. His back turned to you fishing. Okay, so we have a bag with a child in it. And we have not talked to him yet. You have not talked to him. Okay. And you you can't help but think that you you didn't notice him before. Maybe it was too fun. I say, boys, do you see that gentleman out there in the in the rowboat? I I, I see him now. I I think it might have been too foggy before. Hello, I call out to him. With a swift flick of the wrist, he casts his line and it catches... Uh, Jack, what is your character's name again? I keep getting it mixed up. <laughs> Walker. Walker. It catches Walker's collar, and he begins reeling himself in. <gasps> oh, I, reeling I, himself in. I, I, I he's reeling himself to, in yeah. to Walker to, to like hold strong. him steady. Well, as he draws closer, you see that it's a hooded figure. And with a dramatic flourish, he reveals that he is none other than Strahd. Wow. What a reveal. He What's up, boss? roughly tugs on the pole to uh, pull himself out of the rowboat and, and onto the, the beach. How's it going, boss? We uh, job done. What do you think? Uh, he looks at the town and looks at the three of you and says, eh. he, he gives kind of a mouth shrug, uh, not a micro expression, like a full on mouth shrug, and says, not bad. Uh, yeah. Did you like uh, not, the part not, where I became the captain of the town guard? That was pretty cool, huh? That was that was pretty good. Um, I didn't how, see. How that about that saber tooth tiger? He Th- says that was that was me. Most of it uh, was me. Uh, I I'm kind of disappointed. I I didn't know about the tiger, and I would have liked. I'm curious about what his plan was to get the tiger into my castle to eat me. I'm not really sure where that was going. But I've never seen it before, and I, 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 I'm a little disappointed that we interrupted that plan. 
Mm. But, like, but I, I, I like I like so, the way yeah. you used it. I, I don't don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I gave you a job to do. You did it. You did a good job. What? It was creative. Oh, wait, so so who's who's playing? I I just kind of found a tiger. He said it was a tiger trained to eat vampires, wasn't it? Or, yeah. No, no, it wasn't our tiger. Uh, yeah, he's, we, he's, we just like, kind of found the tiger and thought he oh. is idly throwing rocks into the lake right now. He's like, I I, I don't know, I I don't know, whatever. Um, and uh, he gets a good one. He gets like ten skips. So, boss, are and... we released from your thrall now? What? Or are you no. going to kill us? Or I I uh, forgot what the deal is. No, I no. I mean, I good job. Um, you know, I'll I'll likely kill you tomorrow. Um, ah, real cool. dread pirate Roberts. <laughs> mm. Good night, Wesley. <laughs> uh. He says, "No, no, I, I, I've got, uh, I've got another one for you. Um, you've, uh, you've heard of the Wizard of Wines? <laughs> no, haven't you? I maybe, I don't know. Yeah, the, it's, it's the, a, I have now. The Purple Great Match Number Three was pretty good. He says it's not a wizard; it's just the name of a winery. It's the only okay. winery in Barovia. Well, um, seems it's the only it's, industry of any kind here. Uh." Yeah, I guess. Maybe that would be a fun game. Let them develop industry. I I don't know. I'll do that later. But, um, well, there there are just about everyone here. Uh, the the wines coming out of the Wizard of Wines winery is one of their only comforts. And I thought it would be really funny if I took that away. I think you, know? you already have. <laughs> yeah, it sounds well, like they're already not producing. Oh, really? That's what we hear. Um, well then, I guess give it back to them and and take it away again? I see. (laughs) Perhaps you should send an invasion force of twig blights (laughs) and druids. Uh, maybe. I I don't know. Um, look. You've done okay so far. Um, I liked the thing with the, uh, with Donovich. That was fun. And I do... I am curious to see what happens to that Baron. Uh, Donovich? You mean the guy in Barovia town? Yeah. No, no, no. The, Never um, met him. Um, Volokovich. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, the one that you just fucked with? Yes, yeah. the Baron. Yes. His name is Volokovich. The, the one we said the heroic... Right, it's easy to remember because he lives in Volaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're acting like I'm the one who made a mistake. <laughs> anyway. He shrugs and says, well, whatever. And he gets back to skipping rocks with his back to you. And says, just go go do something with the winery. I don't know. Make it funny. Make it funny. You got it, boss. Let's go, boys. Zarkak is like, fuck. And he, he whips What's around and says, joke about winery. If I don't laugh, I'll cut your tongues out. Oh, no. <laughs> I like my tongue. All right, boys. Mm. Huddle up. Does anyone know any good wine jokes? Yeah, oh, He man. says, and if you come up with any ideas about my my wisp thing, that thing with my cabin in the woods, I want to hear about it, because I haven't managed to lure anyone in but you. But you idiots. Hmm. Yeah, well, cool. I'll, I'll dedicate maybe, maybe make a couple it brain cells. Like, more attractive than a wisp. Because, I mean, just like a floating light there, it's kind of ominous. How about a person crying out for help? Yeah. Yeah. I think also people are just generally 
not willing to follow things into the woods here because you've you have effectively done so much terrorizing. Maybe make it something more interesting. What if I what if I made like another road? Would that be confusing? That would be yeah. that would throw people yeah, off that would, for sure. That would probably be pretty good. <laughs> Although, how much travel really goes on from the west of Velaki to Velaki? He he looks down. And he says, "I I I don't know. I suppose it's mostly people who know where they're going." Uh, well, in that case, then that would, the new road would be really confusing because people who know the place would see it and go, "That's not supposed to but be there." What would make them walk down it? Uh, A gold piece on the ground. He he's now trail. he's like tossing a stone and catching it. And he's like, okay, okay, uh, something enticing, something that won't make them hmm. dreadful but curious. Something big, something bold. I don't know about that, but okay. Hmm. I I don't know if it, this is something that is an option, but if you made it to that that road, like things just look nicer down there, like things look less gloomy. People would sprint down there, and then you could really crush them back down when they realize it's just as miserable as the rest of the place. Yeah, like, offering hope is the best way to pull them in, I think, and then, you know, it's really funny when you just dash it. Or an enticing smell of good good. food. These are good good ideas. He says, okay, I have what I need. And he turns into an eel and slithers into the lake and swims away. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) I I was not expecting that. I don't know about you guys, but eel... can 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 I do that? And he can like stand straight and like just like wiggle around and see if he turns into an eel. Uh, you do successfully wiggle. Nice. Oh. Well, maybe later. All right, guys, what do you want to do? Uh, well, I mean, we have to okay, make so him with laugh. Wines, and it needs to be funny. I, I is is there like a joke factory somewhere in Barovia? Hmm. I doubt it. This is this isn't exactly a, a laugh a minute kind of place, guys. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Where, well, we don't have where? to make everybody laugh. We just have to make him laugh. Would I mean wait? Something so like so where we got the... in the wine? <laughs> oh, <laughs> pretty funny. No, no. It's kind of a, a you know you don't you don't really see it. You know what I mean? I don't. I mean, I yeah, guess we the would idea enjoy is funny, it, but they would. Yeah, unless he's staring at people in the outhouse or something, he won't even see it. Hmm. Just destroying it isn't funny. That what if that we made we, it wine that didn't get you drunk? Like no matter what's how. What's another thing that requires some monitoring to to get the joke? Right. Yes, that's more of like a it's like existential horror. <laughs> um, uh, hmm. Maybe every time we sabotage all their wagons and the wheels fall off every time it moves. Okay, I like that. I like that they put all the work in and then they go to start moving it and all their shit just keeps breaking. Or they have leaky barrels so that it leaves a trail of wine all over the place and by the time it gets to Barovia or whatever, all the wine is gone. So I mean is that, I like that. Is that we just have to sit there and like, you know, poke a hole every time? Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm spitballing here. None of these are actually that good. <sighs> How do you make wine funny? Uh salt the fields. <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah. that, that's pretty funny. I I think that's pretty funny. Replace all the grape plants with olive plants. I, I mean, I I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like we need something with a little bit of a little bit of magic to put a curse on it. You know, something like uh, you know, all the red wine tastes like white wine, but all the white wine tastes like red wine. I think that problem kind of just cancels itself out. 
Uh, okay, what if all the wine tastes the opposite of what you're expecting? So, you know, if you're eating like a nice steak, it tastes like white wine. But if you know, you're oh, it doesn't fish, pair well anymore. It tastes like right red wine. Yeah, that, that's a pretty complex hex. I don't know that. Yeah, <laughs> that, that might be a little beyond our power. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I, I, I've, you know, I'm a pretty powerful dude, but I don't, I don't know if I've got need for this. Same. I, I don't know that my expertise necessarily lends itself to this. Hmm. What else? Maybe we should visit the place and take a look around, and something will come to us. Yeah, we'll see what we can see. I hope we don't create a time paradox. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as we, like, arrive there after anyone who would have gone ahead, you know, possibly yeah. could have gotten there, I think we'll be okay. As long as we take, like, at least three days to get there, I think, uh, <laughs> I yeah, think we'll, well be how okay. Yeah, well, how about this? You know, just to be safe, what if, you know, if there were a road that went south and north, instead of going north, we took the south road, just just to mix things up, you know? Good idea. All right. All right. Someone knew it. Do we still have that wagon? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh um, look, there I mean, it is. I, I found it. I, I really got to come up with a better name for my, you know, spooky spectral horse that I summoned. But, uh, spectral horse. What's wrong with Shadowgast? Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. I did come up with a name. Thanks you for reminding me. Shadowgast. <laughs> Show us the meaning of terror. <laughs> Show us the meaning of a meandering trip to the Wizard of Wine. <laughs> I thought you were going to whistle. <laughs> it's like, it's a really nice. disgusting, piercing. Yeah, it's those hobgoblin teeth. They really mess up a whistle. Exactly. Around. Yeah, it's, it's really hard okay. to whistle as a hobgoblin. Yeah, well, Shadowgast uh, slowly phases in from the ground. He doesn't, he doesn't, like, gallop in or come in from the sky. He just... It's as if he's riding up on an elevator through the ground. It's like a Dark Souls summon. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And I, uh, let's I, very, very slowly make her way over there. Let's hitch yeah, up the so wagon. with your wagon. All right. Can All you right. describe the wagon to me? It's, uh... You know, it's it's made of wood. Um, it, It's got a wheels... Uh, it's, it's got both some of nice. these things are shocking got, to me so far. It's got the hay in the back, so you know I, one I, person can I, drive I, and the other people are just kind of chilling. I, I okay. imagine, yeah, I imagine just like the wagon from Skyrim, like the opening. Okay, so, so this you've is got not a really covered wagon. Horse yeah, and then no, a really no. cheap-looking, shitty wagon. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like oh, hey, you're finally awake, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, uh, how long did you guys say you were taking to get to the? Uh... <laughs> three days. Three days. Three days. Okay. Yeah. So Drama's going to be real unhappy. Well, what are you trying to make this coincident with? No, so we're trying, we're to, trying to make sure after. that we show up after the, uh, our heroes got there. Well, he, okay, or, after, well after the you other got there and already left. Yeah. If we show up beforehand and then cause the twig blade thing, that would also work. Uh, no, we're not going to do that. Okay, so okay. You, you show up afterwards. Let me read you some flavor text. Uh, okay, so you are you're moving southeast, sorry, southwest on Old Svalich Road, and you hear the following flavor text echo in your mind. Uh, after a half mile, the road becomes a muddy trail that meanders through the woods, descending gradually until the trees part, revealing a mist-shrouded meadow. The trail splits. One branch heads west into the valley, and the other leads south into dark woods. A wooden signpost at the intersection points west and reads, Vineyard. Uh, you travel towards the vineyard. <laughs> Great. 
A light drizzle begins to fall. Unpainted fences blindly follow the trail, which skirts north of a sprawling vineyard before bending south towards a stately built. The building does not groan, indicating that it does not yet hate what it has become. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> the fog on, takes on ghostly forms as it swirls between the neatly tended rows of grapevines. Here and there, you see rope-handled half-barrels used for hauling grapes. North of the trail is a large stand of trees. And as you look uh, close to the... Like the stru- the central structure here, this large barn-like building, you can see what appears to be a family um, pulling bundles of twigs out from uh, trellises of vines and bringing them to the path uh, where they have lit a bonfire. Ho there! How goes it? Uh, so how terrifying does this spectral horse look like to them? Um... Like, is it obviously something ghoulish? I think it should look... It's like a fantastical version of a horse. It's, like, creepy. Like, its proportions are all wrong. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like... Here. Uh, what were the ones from Harry Potter called that you couldn't see unless you saw someone die? I, see, I imagine, like, the Ringwraith horse. Okay. Um, here, here we go. This Link has the horse. Yeah, I mean, it's like That's red eyes. Is what they like, were called gashes on them is that right um yeah okay oh yeah you're right you're right all right but but the three of you look but insane and terrifying um with your big cloaks brightly colored it's a cat person and a goblin a hobgoblin a hobgoblin yeah please uh so so (laughs) how how do you hail them i i wait politely and smile i go oh there um a like a young girl looks at you and her mother uh, shushes her, calls her towards her and, and like hides hides the little girl's face in, in her apron. That, that's probably that's probably the better move. Fear um, not, and my lady, we mean no harm. A, a teenage boy uh, stops what he's doing and steps between you and the mother and says, uh, um, uh, w- Welcome, sirs. Uh, we... Uh, what what can we do for you? The plural of sir is gentlemen. How do you uh, make wine funny? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm sorry. We're a we're a yes, comedy so trio from the Locky. We're 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 doing oh. some research for a wine gag. <laughs> is 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 that like nine gag, gentle sirs? Uh, it's, a, it's, it's just exactly like it. Like a man of um, culture, I see. I uh, I I how I, how do you make wine funny? I, I um, I'm afraid we we do not have much wine. Oh, well, that's not very funny at no all. No humor, it seems. <laughs> that that wasn't very funny. I'm sorry. Well, what seems to be the problem with your wine production? I, f- I I forgive you. Uh, well, I the uh um and he points to the trellises and you can see that uh they it's weird. It's it's not that they're brown um but there's something wrong. There's some kind of um you just get a sense looking at these vines that they are it's it's like they're frozen 
they just, they seem still and lifeless, even though their color doesn't indicate that to you. It's, it's tough to tough to put your finger on it, but something's wrong. I go put my finger on it. It's tough to. <laughs> <laughs> mm, your grapes seem to be unhealthy in some way that is difficult to describe. Ah, uh, 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 yes. And have um, you tried watering them daily? I, I, he looks up at the, the drizzle and says, Um, yes. Hmm. They probably Walker need more sunlight. The, other two. The, the, the woman, um, maybe his mother, you're not sure, um, says, Lucas, Lucas, go inside. Take your sister. And Walker turns he, to the other two and says, I have an idea. I have, I have something that could make wine funny. Okay. I'm listening. Do we have, do we have a way? To make it way stronger, like like undrinkably strong, like people people have a sip and they just get blasted immediately. I mean, you, know, you would normally funny. do that through the fortification process when making wine, uh, yeah, but you can but only I mean, get it so strong. I don't want to set up a distillery. I don't want to set up a distillery. I just, you know, that would be funny. As if you're we having could pull this conversation, off. all three of them head back uh, towards the house, and you see the door shut, and I don't even a. A wizened old man um, with a weird-looking staff and uh, no shoes for some reason walks out front and boldly strides towards you. Uh, in the midst of person. conversation, I don't even notice his approach. Well, he gets, like, awkwardly close to you. Um, and he says, Sup. Hello, Sup. sir. How, How are you? you? I'm, uh, lit. You're the what? You what? said you're lit? Yeah, fire. Okay. Fire. Fire. I, I don't understand. Yeah. What does that mean? Tight. <laughs> this oh. guy's crazy. Yeah. All right. How are you? Uh, Bro. <laughs> he touches your horse with his stick. Like, he goes he goes to put his his stick in its mouth. Like, he's trying to see if, if it'll bite it. Well. Well, my friend, you seem to be a madman. Yeah, you, you seem like you're... Not all there. I suspect that you're probably the reason why this these grapes aren't growing well, because you're crazy. No, man. No, I'm not the reason. Oh, what's the reason? He looks at you with wide eyes and says, It's the fucking scarecrows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do the fucking scarecrows do? He looks around and he says, Whatever the fuck they want, man. Would And you're saying that it tends to hurt you more than it helps? Did you put the scarecrows up? Why would I put the scarecrows up? Do you know who to put the scare scarecrows away up? crows? Presumably, I think we all are crows put the eating all of your crows up. Okay, hmm. let's find someone else to talk to. <laughs> no, no, no. This is good info. What, what, what do the scarecrows do? They steal, man. They steal. Oh, what do they steal? And this is he. All of a sudden, he gets defensive. He goes, nothing. <laughs> and then well, he looks well, well. back at you and says, so, uh, <laughs> how are you? I'll... Hey, boys, let's huddle up again. Fire. Have we have we had a long rest since the last time we played? Well, we had we three not. days of journeying here, so. Oh, okay. Wait, you guys said three days, and you never said you took a long rest. I, I cast. 60 to, uh... I cast command on him, and I say speak. Wow. Oh. Uh, He's already speaking. It's just not useful. <laughs> uh, you know, specifically about the scarecrows. 
It's a DC okay. 14. It's a, so uh, whatever here. speak does. You can, you can read. Sounds like a pretty easy way to make this funny is to just put a bunch of fucking scarecrows around. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so how, how does this work? Like he has to... Uh... So I, I speak DC a one word command. Wisdom saving throw. Yeah, he's got to make a DC 14 wisdom saving right, throw. Right, and, and you, so then... you told him just to speak. Y- yeah, so I mean he... Which he was already so doing. We, 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 we asked him about the scarecrows, and then he said nothing, and then I said speak. Ah, uh, so he says, yeah, man, the, uh, the scarecrows, they, you know, she sends them in here, and then they steal, and they took, they took another gem, man, they got it, and they got it, and they, and I don't know where they put it, but now the, the grapes won't grow, and, uh, and then he blinks and says, "Was that what you do to me?" Uh, nothing. That was him over there. And he burps. It was probably the scarecrows. <laughs> it was, yeah. So wait, wait, wait. So what? What? What gems? Who's she? What's a scarecrow? <laughs> Who am I? And how did I get here? <laughs> yeah, it's like a medium construct, man. Gosh, a medium construct. How? How is that funny? How can that be funny? Let's go find some scarecrows and just see what we're dealing with here. Zerkak debates casting command with the word funny, but decides again. So uh, yeah, when he hears you say that, he, he says, <laughs> "Oh, you are you gonna you gonna fuck up some scarecrows?" You know, maybe. If it's funny, we'll do it. We're a comedy troupe. Um. Well, I think they're like not here right now. Oh, when do they typically show up? That's less funny then. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know if they'll come back. I, I, you know, they stole the last gem. You have you any know? idea? You must go to Bangkok Palace. <laughs> 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 Is that what we're doing? Uh, Are we about to do Temple of Doom? And as he's saying that, uh, you hear, you feel this rhythmic rumbling, just a. <sighs> Oh, I, I, that's not coming through the mic. Imagine a rhythmic rumbling, almost like <laughs> you a, got it. <laughs> you know, like steps, steps of something huge emerging from the fog, and he goes, "Oh, holy shit!" And you, uh, you look out to the um, southwest, and there's a gigantic tree walking through the field, knocking trellises over. Oh, okay. Everybody, roll initiative. And let me throw down is, a sick battle map. Is this is this funny? So now that we're apparently fighting this thing, how do we make that funny? Maybe do some redecorating? Maybe maybe just put, like, dead tree all over the winery? I don't know. I'm at a loss. Maybe let the tree destroy the winery. Maybe let the tree destroy the winery. Maybe join the tree. I don't know. What if the wine made you wine, you know? Well, I don't like I, food I, anymore. I'd love to just be able to fuck with the wine, but I don't think I have anything that lets me do that. Is the problem? I yeah, I'm looking at my spells. I I don't think I have anything that does that either. Same. So we might need some help. Maybe she can help. Maybe we just burn this whole place down. Yeah, but how do we make that funny? Strahd has a twisted sense of humor. <laughs> True. <laughs> Aristocrats, am I right? (laughs) Okay, so as you see this thing come out of the fog, you realize it is a 
70-foot-tall, gigantic oh, tree. It's a kaiju. Um, and it is destroying everything in its path and groaning. And it has an opening in the front that maybe was a knot once, but now it's it's kind of a, like a makeshift mouth. And mm. uh, it's actually moving pretty fast. And the old man um, just sees it, says, Oh, holy shit! And then he runs back towards the house. Um, what do you do? Does it seem like it's aggressive towards us? It seems like it's coming straight for you. Ho there, my good thing. Does it look funny? Uh, it looks really dour, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah. I Walker don't... is up. Oh, well... let me... Lesson learned. I'm going to describe the battle map that we're on. So... We are on the same road that the Twig Blight fight happened on. You, again, are starting on the uh, eastern side of the map at the end of a road, or at the end of a dirt path that cuts between trellises. The Tree Blight is at the other end of this road on the west side of the map, and it is headed straight towards you. Okay, well, I don't know if it's aggressive towards us, but I think it would be entertaining if it was so i will advance and i will just start popping off some arrows okay so walker's gonna gonna use the the old longbow now watch out because with our luck this thing is probably resistant to fire (laughs) yeah true um so as uh my as a gloom stalker hmm, if i take my attack action on my first turn then I can make an additional weapon attack as part of that action, and that does an extra 1d8 damage of the weapon's type. So, I'm actually going to get three attacks total here. I will fire an arrow from my longbow right at that knot. That is a 20 to hit for 12 piercing damage. Okay, that will hit. So I'm just... I'm, I'm booking him right in the eye, sending an arrow in. I'm sure it just kind of thunks in and doesn't do much. Mm-hmm. Um... And I scoff and fire another one. I'm trying to split the arrow that I already fired. Nice. It doesn't look like it did too well. 24 to hit for 6 damage. Okay. And then I'll do my cool Gloomstalker additional attack. 26 to hit for 12 damage. And then I'm also going to roll a d8 here. Um, so that's an additional 8. So a couple arrows go in. They're not, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> they're, they're not magical at all. So, I imagine they're not doing much, but it looks pretty, pretty goddamn impressive. It's a really nice, nice. tight pattern. Do you uh, says, do or say anything cool you. while you're letting these arrows fly? I look back. Well, first of all, I'm not looking while I fire them. I'm facing away and and looking at my friends and hoping that they recognize how cool I am. Nice. Very cool. And then once I'm done, once I'm done, I give them a thumbs up and do some like Fortnite dances and say I soften them up. I'll, make a, uh, make I'll a let you handle the rest. You're doing Orange Justice, I assume. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Performance minus one to that. Thirteen. <laughs> it looks okay. It looks all right. I know what you're trying to do. The ground is wet enough that my footing isn't super secure, and so I keep kind of having to, like, glance down to make sure that my feet are going to end up in the right spot. Your boots are getting stuck in the mud. Yeah, they're making these really hideous sucking noises, like, as they they come out of the mud. Mm. But it's all right. 
Okay. Then, let's see. Zerkak is next. Uh, Zerkak is going to kind of ignore Walker's antics in the mud and just make a beeline for this uh, giant tree-looking thing. Okay. He's like... And as he's running, he's just going to potter to himself. Man, how is a... How are trees fun? Uh, that's it. All right. The tree is up. Um, and it... As those arrows flew into its mouth, it bit down and it chewed them up. Um, Spits the arrowheads back at you like bullets. Yeah. Yeah, like... It's like, uh... It's like Birdo. <laughs> um, so I'm going to need you all to... Uh, Make athletics checks. Is that 22 for Zerkak? Is that 23 for Sir Darren Grasenby? Jack? We can assume that Jack got a pretty good score. I don't know. I, I feel like he probably got like a five. Yeah, sorry. I had to step away for a second. What's what's going on? You're making an so athletics check. The, I'm making the, an uh, athletics check. Right. As the, the tree chewed up your arrows, and then he spit out the arrowheads like oh, Birdo dude, spits that, eggs. I like that a lot. I got an 18. Okay, you all manage to either jump over them or jump on top of them and knock them out. And Sounds like badass. like Mario, I, I then pick it up and throw it back at him. No, you didn't roll high enough for that. Mm. Mm. Um, okay, so the, the tree lumbers towards the three of you, and it's still hard to tell if it recognizes that you're there or has hostile intent, but it, it doesn't look friendly. <laughs> well, neither do uh, I, so. doesn't look a big happy tree. Who are we to judge? Yeah. And despite being, uh, you know, pretty far away, it still reaches out and hits Zerkak with a long, girthy limb. Oof, that was a mistake. It's dripping. So it sweeps this limb out. 27 to hit. Ah, you know what? That'll actually hit. Okay. Uh, 15 bludgeoning damage. Okay. So he sweeps this limb out, and you get caught... Not in the the part that splits into a bunch of branches, but just by like a a stiff, you know, like a six inch wide uh, log. Basically, you just get smashed in the side um, and dragged, um, and then he shoots a root out at you. It just comes right out of the ground. Uh, that is a twenty to hit. Uh that that'll hit. Okay, six damage. Sorry, twelve damage. Okay. Walker th- throws a rock at him and does this much damage. <laughs> 449, baby. Uh, yeah, so w- what happens there is he, he sweeps you with uh, the limb, um, but as you're getting dragged along the ground, he shoots a root up into the small of your back and just punches you. Zarkak um, cries out to his friends. I, I, don't, I don't think this is very funny. Darren is laughing. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, and it is Sir Darren's turn. Here we go. This is what we've all been waiting for. Darren is going to approach and shoot a firebolt at the tree. All right, combat has begun now. <laughs> combat has <Yeah>. begun. <laughs> it's Walker's turn. So, so let me shoot my firebolts. Uh, Ten to hit, probably not. Uh, uh, pretty big. Right, so that misses, but... The tree catches it in one of its limbs and then puts it in its mouth and smokes it like a cigarette. Wow, oh, very cool. Shit. Well, with my bonus action, I throw some charcoal pine resin on my sword and it becomes a fire sword. Nice. Oh, yeah. 
say. No more warnings. That's it. Okay. Walker is up. Yeah. You won't believe the amazing shit that's about to happen here. Oh, fuck. I'm gonna shoot some arrows. Wow. I know, right? A surprise. Never saw that one coming. So here we go with the longbow again. That's a that's a dank 19 to hit. That's pretty dope. Uh, that's gonna hit for 13 damage. Nice. And then, oh, that's a crit. That's a crit, baby. Oh, he's immune to crits. Oh, <laughs> damn. That's too bad. Dang, that's pretty funny. We need to bring the crit table back. Let's let's give him a crit table. No, we don't because it adds like seven minutes to every turn we take. That's true. All right. Um, just just hit him with a seventeen damage there, damage, oh, and both time I'm shooting at his cigarette, trying to put it out because I don't oh. like that he's being so casual about it. Okay, so how do you try to put it out? Oh, that's not what I meant to do. I'm dipping the arrows in mud and then just shooting them at the flame. Nice. Okay. Oh, he's healed for 110, guys. Yeah, that's what happens when you crit him. He Good gains news. 110 no. health. <laughs> um, yeah, so you you do that. You you uh you bring your bow up, but you rake the arrow through the mud first, and then you shoot it. You do you like squint or anything? What do you do when you try to make a like a really accurate snipe? Uh, I get down on one knee, and then. Like, it looks kind of cool, but then I kind of slip a bit because it's really muddy and I'm trying not to get anything on my cape. Mm-hmm. And it ends up just looking really, really awkward. Um, but then, yeah, I just like, fuck it. Damn it. And squint fire. Just start brushing myself off a bit. Okay, well, you shoot it and the arrow, it looks like it's going to hit the cigarette, but it flies right past it into, um, like into his nose. And so mm. everyone's staring at it, and you hear like a, <gasps> oh. yeah, it's like a wee golf, like a, oh. <laughs> um, but as it impacts his nose, the mud splashes, and you see a drop, and everyone goes, oh. ah, and you hear the clapping, oh. um, and the the splash puts out the cigarette. Hell yeah. Fuck you. My job's done. Okay. Zerkak is up. <laughs> uh, Zerkak says, <clears throat> let me light that for And uh, he makes a run at the uh, at the Blight and will cast Searing Smite uh, as a bonus action and then will make an attack with his glaive uh, as mm. his glaive is engulfed in flames as he tries to relight this uh, cigar cigarette. That's a 22 to hit. That will hit. Okay. That is 13 slashing damage plus 4 fire damage uh, as he catches on fire again um, and then needs to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, sorry. So so he doesn't take the 4 fire damage. He, t- he does a constitution saving throw for it. No, wait. No. He does take the fire damage. And then at the beginning of each of his turns... Yes, if they can make a constitution saving throw or he takes additional damage because of uh, being on fire. I see. So there's an actual fire now lit on him. Okay. That's going to deal more D6 damage if he doesn't. And right, that so DC, his mouth is on fire now. Yeah, his mouth is on fire now. As you Zerkak can see deep within the, the tree, in this hole, there's now a flame. 
It's like a pilot light in his mouth. Uh, Zerkak turns back to his friends and goes, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of funny, right? Uh, and goes, huh, what? Hmm? Attacks again with his glaive. Uh, that's a 10 to hit. Uh, that will miss. Uh, and it, it turns out that it, it really wasn't that funny. Okay. And and he misses. Walker gives him a little chuckle from the back. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was pretty yeah, good. G- good try. Keep, keep, keep workshopping it. <laughs> so, it is now the Tree Blight's turn, and what has happened so far is our heroes have advanced towards the Tree Blight, and the Tree Blight has advanced towards our heroes, all on the same muddy path, cutting through this vineyard. Uh, Eisen is, or sorry, Zerkak is right on top of the Tree Blight, and uh, Walker and Sir Darren Grasenby are about 25 feet away. So, um, the Tree Blight now with a mouthful of fire, uh, leans back and breathes a jet of flame into the air. Oh, okay. And then he sweeps a branch out again at Zerkak. Um, uh, did he make a constitution save at the beginning of this? Oh, no, I, I, suppose, I suppose he could do it. Uh, yeah, he failed. Okay, well, then he, uh, he takes five fire damage. Nice. A root that is on fire bursts out of the ground at your feet. Ah! <laughs> this is this is a crazy plan. Fourteen to hit. Uh Zerkak definitely steps aside. So you can see that this one has open branches that attempt to close on your ankle, but you get away just in time. Um, and as you dodge, a branch is swung. Twelve to hit. Uh, Durkak yeah. will just kind of like he'll do um, he'll do like a chest bump into it as it's coming at him and it'll bounce off his uh, chainmail. Okay. And the blight again will look up to the sky and fire a jet of flame from its mouth that reaches all the way to the clouds. Zerkak <laughs> uh, will turn back to his comrades and say oh, no, no that was funny right? That that was mostly just weird. What, what is with this fire-breathing tree? Very strange. <laughs> Sir Darren is up. Darren's going to run up next to Zerkak and uh, shoot a shoot a, a firebolt again. Hopefully he doesn't miss this time. That should hit. 21 to hit. That'll hit. For 12 fire damage. Oh, snap. And then with his bonus action, he will swing his plus two fire longsword. 21 to hit. That'll hit. Gosh, we all should have been maguses. For 13 fire damage. All right, where do you hit and what does it look like? I, I hit whatever's available <laughs> and... Uh, you hit a branch imagine, and it hurts him. I imagine it's like uh, <laughs> we're we're like Aragorn and Boromir going out to fight the Watcher. We're just like slashing off tentacles. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's nice. what it's looking like. Okay. Oh, actually, Walker. actually, wait one second. Oh. I, I can also... <laughs> Oh my god, the, the sounds. <laughs> I can I can do the thing where I um, I deal damage with this. Uh, I can remove the inspell from my weapon. When I do, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or it loses any resistance or immunity it had to the damage type you had chosen. So fire mm. in this case. Okay. So it needs to make a constitution saving throw. 14. I believe my saving throw thing is 15. Spell save 15. Okay. Oh. So he no longer yeah. has... He should he should be vulnerable now and take double damage uh, from fire for at least the next minute. Ah, all right. 
And that so, is my turn. With everyone doing all these really cool things, Walker is just sort of hanging in the back, shooting arrows that don't really seem to do much, and just becoming sad. <laughs> becoming sad that nothing, <laughs> nothing that he does seems to matter at all. Well, and as he's as he's only increasing the comedy of the situation, he sees Sir Darren hacking at this thing uh, with his flaming sword, shooting flaming bolts at it, and uh, with the last stroke of the flaming sword, you see very real fear in this tree's eyes. Whereas it, it was mostly just amused by my efforts. Well, you know, whereas before it seemed like it launched a a bolt of fire at the sky in exultation. Now, uh, it's like it just ate very, very hot sauce. <laughs> and it's frantic. And it's, uh, it's heartbreaking. My heart it remains stubbornly unbroken. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you how your character feels. Oh, it is, in fact, heartbreaking. Okay, it's heartbreaking. Good. Right. I'm the DM. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Longer um, is up. Well, those, uh, those soulful eyes are my next target, because I don't, you know, I'm just so sad looking at them, and I'd rather not have to anymore, so let's shoot them out. I'll snap. That is, uh, that's another crit. <laughs> yeah, boy. Contender for the quote of the session. Those eyes are so sad. Let's shoot them out. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I'll put that in my profile. Uh, Gosh, and that was a seven and a six on the damage. That's crazy. Okay. All right, so that's one shot. And I'd like to... Do I hit one of his eyes? Uh, which one do you want to hit? I want to hit whichever one looks the most soulful. That would be the uh, the third one. Oh, okay. The big the big eye in its mouth when it opens wide enough yeah. to see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Gets right in there. Um, and then I'm gonna go for the second biggest eye that I can see. So over over this turn, I've done 18 damage to the largest eye and 13 damage to the second largest nice. eye. As you watch Walker. Yeah, the second largest one is the it's the rear eye. Mm, just right up his asshole, yeah. You, if you look at Walker, you can see tears streaming down his face. Oh, his tears? Yeah, because he, he he suddenly feels that we've we've brought this majestic creature to an untimely and undeserved end. So Strahd will find this looking, funny. Looking into the one of the remaining eyes, Eisen, not Eisen, Walker. He looks in deep into that eye as as he's aiming his bow, and a face looks back at him, and it's Eisen. <laughs> but we well, don't even know what to make of that, so we just kind of moves on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's never seen this person before, but he just sees Eisen's lifeless body, uh, and Zerkak is up. Okay. Zerkak is going to do this really cool move where he runs up the the tree, does like a cool front flip, and then lands on the other side, turns around, and makes two attacks with his glaive. Okay, give me an acrobatics check. That's a 10. It doesn't look good. Okay. Zerkak. And fall down his back. Like, yeah, he kind of like... splash a lot <laughs> in the mud on the other side. Yeah. 
And he goes, ah, ah, as he lands over here and he turns around and makes two glaives attacks. Uh, first one is, that's a, oh man, it's only a 21 to hit. That'll hit. Four, 14 slashing damage. All right. Uh, then he'll attack again with his glaive uh, for a, a natural 20. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, 9 plus 8, 17 slashing damage. Nice. And what then, does it look like? Uh, it looks really cool. As like I land in the mud, and I'm like... And uh, I just... I hack at its feet, and I cut... Uh, like a good, I don't know, like two feet off the height of this thing. But it just falls down. Well, like I'm, I'm like imagining yeah. like a, man, what game is that? Where like the logs are like in segments and you knock it and then that they just like drops down. A Mario Kart? No, you're thinking uh, of sure. uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine when he's cutting the ladder that Gambit is uh, climbing. No, and it's just what? falling sure. down. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of X-Men Origins Wolverine. Um, yeah. No, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's just like I, I. I just cut equal length off both of his legs, so he mm. still operates as normal, but he's just shorter. Nice. Um. You know, like a couple, and then, uh, kind of like the oper- opposite of the surgery that I'm. I'm saving up to get. Yeah. <laughs> Where they just they remove <laughs> Where bone from they my just arm add so they can put it in my legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coup de gras. Um. Zerkak is gonna cast spiritual weapon. Um, and this um beautiful hand with these long fingernail cloth things is gonna appear before the uh like you know, right next to Darren. It's gonna appear right next to Darren. This is giant hand the size of Darren, with these like long dark fingernail claw things, and it's going to uh it's gonna make an attack on tree blood and that's a 21 to hit that'll hit for eight force damage nice as it um you know it's got these like long claw things you think it's gonna like go in and like slash but it just like it just bitch slashes him like backhand on the tree blight and it's really embarrassing and the tree blight feels embarrassed and Zerkak chuckles to himself because it's kind of funny okay <laughs> it's like it's like if you watched the um you know Will Smith slap Chris Rock it, that's what it looks like about, I was about to make a Will Smith <laughs> <laughs> well, are, are we are we really G-R-G. gonna make fun of him cause now it seems maybe like he's been abused for a long time I think that was already established before it doesn't make it any less funny yeah. the tree blight or Chris Rock or Will Smith the tree blight. Like, any of those, the answer is probably yes. Uh, okay, the tree blight is up. And uh, now, with Sir Darren right in front of him, causing him so much pain, he shoots um, a branch. So, the out of first the thing on his turn is he should is make a constitution, constitution saving save, throw. Uh, it's a DC 14. 16? That saves. Right. <laughs> Uh, a root no, shoots out of the six. ground, grasping at Sir Darren's ankle. Thirteen to hit. Miss. He sweeps with a branch, straight at Sir Darren's skull. Twenty-eight to hit. Hit. And as this branch is speeding towards you, it, uh, he opens it 
like opening the fingers in a palm into several different twigs aimed straight at your face and uh, does 20 uh, bludgeoning damage. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And Sir Darren is up. He is uh, unfazed by this damage, despite the fact that it actually represents a significant portion of his health. Uh, he's going to cast Agnazar's Scorcher. Mm. So what that's going to do is create... Not uh, at my table. A lane, <laughs> a line of roaring flame 30 feet long and 5 feet wide. Um, so uh, it's going to look like... Uh, here, let me get a, a tool out. Kind of like... Uh, can I rotate this? Whatever. Something like that. <laughs> I'm catching I was the kinda, I was, in there, too. I was kind of hoping you would, like, throw it right through me. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Just just for spite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Each creature in the line must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 3d8 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful save. 10. Like as he fails. Which And he's going to take double damage, because he has no resistance to this. He sure is. So he's going to take 20 fire damage. Okay. Oh, baby. Yeah, so his other, his remaining eye catches on fire. That's nice. nice. And then as a bonus action, uh, Sir Darren Grasenby reapplies his uh, charcoal pine resin on his sword, and it catches on fire okay. again. Nice. So what does that look like? Does he pull something out of his, like out of a satchel, and then just oh, like run just his hand along it. the blade? Or... He sticks it in the burning eye and brings it out, and it's on fire now. There oh. you go. Nice. Uh, Walker is up. So what what we see now is uh, Sir Darren on the east side of this tree blight. Um, Zerkak on the opposite side. Uh, both of them hacking at it. The tree blight is now engulfed in flames. There's a line of flames running north to south um, that it's standing in. Um, and Walker is standing... Uh, 30 feet away to the east, also on the path. Walker is going to put his bow away and just sit back and watch. He's like, these guys got it. It's not a problem. Doesn't he have, like, the ability to heal people as a ranger? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you guys are vampires. You heal every turn. How is this a problem? I don't think we do. (laughs) That is thralls. I've... Is that what we've been missing? Yeah, regeneration. The vampire regains 10 hit points at the start of its turn if it has at least one hit point and isn't in sunlight or running water. Oh. <laughs> well, fuck. I've not been doing that. All right, who's the most hurt? <laughs> nah, it's all good. Walker will walk up behind Sir Darren Grasenby, roll his eyes, and go, Oh my god, I can't <laughs> believe how stupid you are, and cast a Cure Wounds at second level. Wow. Wow. Ah, oh, that's exactly Ten how many point. points I needed. I'm back to full. Nice. There you go. Thanks, bro. Okay. No problem. Uh, Zerkak is up. Z- Zerkak is going to go, oh, yeah, I, I totally should have been uh, peeling up on uh, <laughs> uh, 10 hit points on each of these rounds. So he'll go, hmm, that feels better. Uh, and then he'll... um. He'll he'll do a fake out where he'll go. Ah oh, man, maybe it's not funny if I hit him with the glaive, and he'll go. Or maybe it's really funny. Nah, it's really funny if I hit him with the glaive. Or maybe it's fucking roll. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he'll roll two attacks with his glaive. Uh, that's an eleven. Uh, that'll miss. Uh, so the first one, he's like, oh, mm, 
Okay, well that wasn't that funny, but let's uh let's try this again. For the second time. Uh that's a twenty-four. That'll hit. Yeah, so he's like he does like a left-handed hit. Like just like one handing it with his left hand, he swings. Um and and fucks that up royally and goes, Okay, well maybe that was too goofy and double hands and just comes straight down. Uh dealing seven slashing damage. Wow. Uh yeah, no, it's it's pretty powerful. Um and then as he uh and then his his hand in the front is gonna attack as well. Uh does as a thirteen hit? Yeah, that's not gonna hit. Okay, and and then the hand is also just kind of like trying to figure out whether or not they're doing a, like a bit or or something, mm. and it it kind of instead of doing the attack, it just kind of like does like a palm open, like what's going on? Uh, and and Zerkax like he just gestures. Yeah, like uh, right, that, nice. that wasn't very funny. <laughs> okay, the tree blight is up. And it is going to shoot a root up at Walker. Uh oh. Oh my god. Yeah. That's just in the lab again. <laughs> 27 to hit. Uh, to oh, that, that that'll do it. <laughs> you got it. Uh, um, that will hit. All right. Uh, let's see. Give me a DC 15 uh, strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. It's the first time in D&D history that anyone has ever actually done a strength saving throw. <laughs> oh! Not bad. That'll that'll probably pull it off there. Okay, that, so I'm going to say... people who he, can't read the screen, he got a 25 on it. He attempts to grab... Um, or it does successfully grab your leg, but you flex your thigh. And it and spurs off. Yeah. Shatters it. Yeah. So he swipes at you with another branch. Okay. 12 to hit. Oh, that misses. Alright. I jump it, up and do a sweet spin move. It, it missed for 16 damage. Just so you know. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and not take any of that damage. Alright. Uh, Sir Darren is up. Oh, for some reason I thought Agnazar's Scorcher like stuck around longer. It's only one turn. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get rid of that. Okay, I can't. Whatever. Alright, I'm gonna do my Firebolt Fire Sword thing. It's another miss for the firebolts. Nice. But I'll go ahead and do my long sword attack. 24 to hit. <laughs> That'll hit. For 12, so 24 fire damage. How does he die? Uh, I um, raise my sword to the sky, much like Gandalf fighting the Balrog. Uh, and, and the fire that he shot up into the air comes down onto my sword um, with perfect timing. And then I, I stab up into its mouth uh, and it explodes and flaming bits of this uh, tree go into every part of this vineyard, catching all of the uh, trellises aflame. Alright. And so there the three of you are standing in this muddy path uh, as the rain falls uh, amidst the vines. What do you think was up with that? Yeah, what? (laughs) Who knows? And I'm not sure why we fought this thing now that I think a little more about it. I, I don't know. I mean, it was just there, so we fought it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I wasn't really sure about its motivation either. So, well, why don't we go talk to this, uh, we'll go talk to the guy and see if he has anything to say about this, and <laughs> we'll figure it out from there. Uh, I sure. approach the house. Okay. All right, so you walk up to the front door of this 
uh, this main building. And I assume you knock? I knock, yes. Yeah. Okay. Invite me in, please. <laughs> um, so, uh, you see an eye peering through, like, the crack between the door and the frame. And he opens it. He opens the door. And he looks out at you and he says, uh, Oh, man. You, you like, where is it? I kind of point to uh, this, like, ashen pile, or this, like, charred pile out in the middle of the road. It's, uh, oh, it's right there. No way. 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 Lit. Fire. So anyway, we were talking about scarecrows. Yeah. Um, they, they like, steal. <laughs> Whoa, What dude. do they steal? I, I mean, you already made me tell you they steal my, they steal the gems, like, right oh, out of the ground, man. That's right. So when you say gems, though, what do you mean? Uh, and he, uh, rubs his forehead and he's like, I, I, I mean, I guess there's no point in keeping it a secret because it's gone. I agree. So uh, tell me. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, Look around, you know, like, not, it's hard to grow stuff here, but, <laughs> yeah. um, these, uh, you know, the, the, the vines, they've always done all right. And, uh, it's, it's cause, uh, it's cause it isn't natural, you know, it's these, uh, it's these gems. We, I, we used to have three way back when, um, but like a while back. Something happened to one of them. I don't know. The, it, the the gems are what keep the vines alive, man. Um, and so, yeah, that's why you can't get any, you know, champagne du stomp anymore. It's because that, that gem, it, like, disappeared. Somebody took it. And uh, so after that, all we had was, uh, you know, Purple Grape Mash number three and the Red Dragon Crush. And um, uh, I mean, a couple I mean, weeks ago, they... Were pretty good. They, they got the Red Dragon Crush, and and now and now they got the, the Purple Great Mash number three. Man, we're fucked. And what makes you think it's the Scarecrows? Because I saw them carrying it away. Why didn't you stop them? I tried. It's just there's there's too many of them, and and she was fucking in that walking that big walking house with the chicken feet, you know. Oh no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Man, I... Well, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, I'm fucking drunk as a skunk over here. I but couldn't that's tell. It. Tomorrow, I'll be... I mean, that's uh, that's the last of it, you know? Hmm. Okay, great. May we come in? He squints at you and says, Why? It's raining. What? And he looks up and he goes, uh, uh, uh yeah, yeah, come inside, I guess. Thank you. Oh, snap. Okay. So if we can find these gems, we can make sure that nobody, nobody else ever gets them. Or we could, you know, use them to make or our own wine. Or we could start a winery. Yeah. 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 yeah I guess so. We could start a competing winery that, I don't know, like... With blackjack and hookers. Do you have any idea where they went with these things? Like, you said they they walked away. Did you, did you see a direction? Uh, yeah, I think they went towards uh, Yester Hill. It's, it's um... It's to the it's south, I believe. Southwest. 
All right, okay. boys, let's huddle up real quick. Yeah, it looks like it's to the south. Okay, so okay. he takes you into a small room, and it looks like this is where they make the barrels. Um, strips of iron and wood lie in neat piles on the floor of this workshop, the walls of which are lined with tools. Two work tables stand against the east wall. I'm glad you got us the invite, because I was about to cast command to get us the invite. All right, so yeah, we, we huddle up and say, okay, so you want to go get these these gems? We could taunt them with the gems. It's been like three days. I'm kind of hungry, but I, and I, I, I guess I could wait till we have the gems and we could eat them while we have the gems. Maybe that's funny. Oh, that's a good point. We could like get their hopes up about the gems and then like crush them before their eyes or something like that. Yeah, no, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, you think... Uh, I like it. You think boss man will like it? Yeah, let's do it. Great. We finally have a joke idea. <laughs> yeah, we got there eventually. <laughs> we can make it... it could we make it seem like an accident? Like, we hand it to them, like, broken, and as, as soon as they touch it, it, it falls to pieces? I, I don't know, maybe... Maybe she can help us? I don't know who she is, but, you know, maybe... Maybe we can get her in on the joke, you know what I mean? Uh, I think... I feel I like... Think my minor magic can actually do that. If we find what these things look like, uh, and then I can use minor magic to, uh... Oh, wait, that might be Light of Dawn, never mind... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking. I, I don't. I mean, like, I I really like the idea of messing with the wine somehow. It's like you know, everyone's getting their wine and they're like, "Oh shit, twisted wines." It's the wine we all know and love, but then it's you know, it does something funny instead. Right, but I think that might the complexity of that might be beyond our ken. However, if we can get Baba Yaga <laughs> to assist, maybe we can make it happen. Is that who she is? She's the person in the... It, it, the folklore from my land says that she is the person in the house with the chicken legs. <laughs> I read this module one time, and I think she's the one in... No. Uh, no, yeah. actually, I don't remember that being in this module. That's just real-life folklore. Yeah. yeah. Chicken, it's a pretty... Common. Unmistakable thing. I, yeah, I yeah, think I saw it in the chicken latest legs. season of The Witcher, so yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah, it was also let's, in season two of The Witcher, which I didn't oh. watch. Well, let's I mean, go there. That's entertaining. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Plan set in motion. You want to call it there? Sure. All right. Join next us time. next time for the boys. Where we do that. To go encounter this unknown... Uh, fuck. I don't know. Join us next time where Join we us hunt next down time. a mysterious monster that's been right. stealing gems and harassing the townsfolk or the winery right. folk. And then we'll the, probably the, do dumb shit. We're the villains who are apparently... You know, real life anthropologists or, or folklore experts. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's our passion. You know, yeah, hunt down, hunt down this monster. They're not supposed to know anything about and kill it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I think. I don't think we're gonna kill it. I think. I think we'll you know, parlay with it and get it to join our side when they realize the comedic value of our endeavor. I, mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah. All right, boys. Thank you for playing.